Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soule, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklets Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Creative Homeschool. I want to talk about planning today, but I want to talk about planning not in the way that we would think about planning. I want to talk about a different way of planning. I want to talk about the way where you get to the end of the day and you think, did I actually do anything today? I want to talk about those feelings that well up inside us where we start thinking, Am I a failure because my kids didn't do the same things or get the same amount done as everyone else? I want to talk about those moments where you feel like it's 1130 and your kids have asked for their seventh snack of the morning, not of the day. Who knows how many they'll ask for in the afternoon, but you're stuck because you feel kind of less than. And then in the midst of all of this, you get that phone call from that friend. Well, not a phone call nowadays, probably a text, probably a DM. And they say, hey, there's a really special, it's March as I'm recording this, there's a really special butterfly event. Do you want to go? And you're staring at your math that you haven't done yet. And you sit there and you think, I know I should go, but will I be behind? Maybe I'm not doing anything if I go to the butterfly exhibit. And we we know that's not true, but we feel it. We feel that worry that if we go to that event, that we're not getting what we're supposed to get done. So I don't want to talk about reverse planning as in the traditional sense of planning your goal out for the entire year and then adding in those holidays and vacations and breaking all of your curriculum up into these pieces and making sure that this week you're only covering on pages one through seven of this and pages 72 through 74 of this. That's not the reverse planning I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what happens. What happens to you at the end of the day when you have a day where you feel like you've done nothing? I want to talk about the times when you're sitting there and you catch that social media post about what so-and-so has done. Or you hear from a friend who may have kids in public school and you hear what they did. And you feel that sense of, am I doing this right? Am I doing enough? Am I failing because I didn't get this done? Because we did nothing today. This is a methodology that I use quite often. And I like to call it reverse planning. Not sure if that's the best term for it. Some people call it something different, but this is when you get to the end of the day and you really take a look at what have you accomplished that day. So the first step is to write down what you've accomplished that day in your planner as if you planned it. So even though it was unplanned, for example, to go to that butterfly event, you're going to write it down like that was your plan all along. The next thing you're going to do is take those items and take a minute. You don't have to write it down. But take a minute to categorize these into subjects. 
Now, when you're writing down what you accomplished that day and what you did, not just the big field trips, I'm talking about those seven-minute conversations because you got into a long conversation about do bugs have elbows? This is seriously a conversation I had with my kids the other day. How is that not science? Just because I didn't plan it? Just because it wasn't in the curriculum? Does that not count? Of course it counts. That's science. We went and we learned. They don't have elbows, by the way. They have knees for anyone who's really wanting to know. But that is science. That's something that we did that day. It's something that we discussed and it deserves to be written down. And those seven minutes that we spent going on this trail, talking with our kids about the subject deserves to be counted at the very least so that at the end of the week, we can go and we can say, oh, Maybe I didn't get that math problem done or that math lesson that I meant to get done. But wow, look at all of this. So don't just write down those big things. Write down the fact that your kids just had to bake brownies that afternoon. Because while you're in the kitchen, you're doing math. That counts. Write down the fact your kids wanted to build with blocks or play a game. That counts. So write those things down. And then if it helps you, take a look at each item. And ask yourself, where would this count? Is this language arts? Were we reading today? Were we discussing the bugs and the elbows? We have science. Maybe they started asking questions about, we went somewhere yesterday where we were next to a big grape juice factory. That's engineering and history. Might be something else, as a matter of fact. We went into one of those outdoor igloos here in the the Midwest and the North where it's really, really cold so we could drink and eat outside. And my kids got into a long conversation about why is there all this moisture in there? So we started talking about condensation and breath. Again, science. This stuff counts. These conversations are less likely to happen in a school setting because in a school setting, the teacher has a very defined thing that they're teaching at the time. But for us, where we go on these rabbit trails, these conversations with our kids, this stuff counts. So write it down. Because these rabbit trails, you had the opportunity to go on because they had a day like this. You had a day where you maybe went off the grid of the normal curriculum. And the best thing you can do is ask your kids, what was your favorite part of the day? And write that down too. Because chances are very high. It was one of those unexpected surprises. It was one of those moments where you decided to do that thing that you normally couldn't have done. So in the moment where you decided, oh, I decided to go off the curriculum for a minute and get nothing done. That was the highlight of their day. And those are the things that they remember. And then take a look and really think about it. Look at what you've written down and then ask yourself this question. Did I really do nothing today? Because I guarantee you that is not the case. It's impossible to do nothing. Kids are going to learn in spite of us. You can always jump back in tomorrow. And when we take time to prioritize our mental health, that's a skill too. When we teach kids that it's okay to take a break, to go down rabbit trails, to explore, to get curious, we're teaching them to take care of themselves and we're also teaching them the skills of tomorrow because the world needs more people who are curious about things. And that's exactly what we're all in here to do homeschooling for. I hope this helps the next time you have a day where you think, what did I actually do today? And I really hope this reverse planning, or whatever we choose to call it, feel free to drop me a line. In fact, send me a message. Let me know if you listen to this episode 
and you liked it and what you would call this approach. And then take a deep breath and know that you're doing an incredible job out there. Okay, everyone, till next time.